Welcome to the Archapreneur Now podcast. I am your host, Heath Armstrong. Today's guest is Donnie Schechneider. He is the founder of StartTeachingGuitar.com as well as the podcast that accompanies it. If you want to know anything about making a little bit of money doing what you love as a musician and starting a business teaching it on the side, he is the go-to guy. I would definitely recommend that you stay on this episode, check out all the value, and find out anything from why David Gilmore is a huge influence to Donnie, all the way to why he would not choose to pogo stick across the United States naked if he had one hour to do something with someone creative. All of that and more right now on the Entrepreneur Now podcast. For all the show notes, go to artsynow.com slash 28. Come on, everybody, let me hear that beat. Come on, come on, everybody, let me hear that beat. Skeet, skeet. Here we go now. Who wants to get funky? Who wants to get a little creative out there? Which one of you want to get a little bit artsy now? Well, then get on with your bad self. Hailing all the way from Colorado Springs, he plays the guitar, he teaches the guitar, and he teaches others how to teach the guitar. He's the founder of StartTeachingGuitar.com and a fellow podcaster. He's going to take us to school for some shred sessions. Everybody give it up for Donnie Sheck Snyder. Donnie, you are the entrepreneur now. What's going on, man? How's it going, Heath? I appreciate you having me on the show today, man. Oh, man, I'm super pumped. And I know you're a fellow podcaster that everyone's going to need to go check out, especially uh, the listeners who are uh, musicians. And I honestly think from looking at your website in general, which again is startteachingguitar.com, people that aren't even just in the music industry, you could probably find a lot of value in some of these points and these marketing tips and things that you have on there. So I suggest everybody go over there and check it out. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the podcast list right now for Donnie. And these are just a few of the topics from the recent episodes, but how mentoring can change uh, your teaching studio in your life. Super true. Uh, generational marketing for guitar teachers. And you have that broken down into different generations, which is awesome. Uh, guitar advice from the pros, how to open your music store, Five must-have apps for teaching guitar. Uh, five methods for mastering money in your guitar teaching studio. I mean, there, there's just so much value here. The list goes on and on. And that was just like five or six of what looks like about 125 episodes. So I'm going to be subscribing and checking out all this. Uh, super cool. Congratulations on all your success, man. I'm pumped to have you on the show. And I can't wait to dive into some of this. Yeah, I'm excited too, man. Let's do it. Yeah. So for anyone to build an audience or a following, I think that you really, it comes back to the principle that you have to teach. Uh, it's the single most important fundamental, really, of our evolution as humans. I, I think we all learn and teach, and that's how we continuously develop. And I think that there is a, a huge gray area out there of teachers who just aren't very effective. And it's because they don't know the right way to teach or they, they can't, you know, keep their students' attention. And I had, you know, we've all had those teachers that we just were like, oh. And then we've had those teachers that we really remember and learn from because they had the methods correctly. 
Um, you know, one of the big reasons for me starting this podcast was because I truly want to help people realize that they can build their lives around their passions and doing things that they love. And usually the biggest roadblock, it seems like, for these creative people is the fear that they can't make a living doing it. And for your instance, you know, you're showing musicians that play the guitar, that they can teach the guitar and how to teach the guitar, and they can make a living doing this or at least make a little bit of extra money on the side. And it's so, so amazing because there aren't really a lot of people doing things like that. Uh, so first, I just want to say thank you for that because I see a huge need for it everywhere. And I think what you are doing is definitely a world-changing thing because uh, we all can make a living doing these things that we love. Yeah, absolutely. There's really nothing that could hold you back from making a living doing something that you love, except probably a lack of marketing skills. Um, there's a, so many musicians are, you know, right brain creative type people, and they're really great at writing music and playing and performing and even teaching a lot of them. But when it comes to actually doing the business side of things, you know, maybe not so much. That's yeah. uh, that's probably the biggest deficiency I see in a lot of the guitar teachers that I work with. And that's that's why I ended up starting the website and the podcast, because being a, a small business owner myself and a successful guitar teacher, and I've, I've done stuff like IT consulting in the past and real estate investing, I learned a lot about how to market yourself on a local level and mm -hmm. attract clients and, and do all of that stuff and basically turned it into a system that I've used in my own businesses. So it's a... Uh, it's a perfect fit for me to, to help guitar teachers um, because I'm really passionate about the guitar. I'm passionate about helping people learn how to play the guitar. The more good guitar players we have in the world, that just makes the world a better place, in my opinion. <laughs> Amen. Right? So, yeah. So, it, it's been a perfect fit, man. Just helping people be successful doing the things that they love to do. Uh, it doesn't get any better than that, man. And before we dive into anything in depth, I like to do this little segment we call the Breezy Threes just so we can get to know your creative side just a little bit. Okay. Uh, so what do you think your three favorite creative works would be if they could be, you know, albums, arts, books, any of that? Um, if I had to pick three specific things that uh, kind of inspired me creatively, gosh, man, I, I'd have to say um, Pink Floyd, The Wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a huge uh, thing for me, man, back when I was a kid growing up in the 1970s. David Gilmour is a, a big influence on my guitar playing. And it took me a long time to, to figure out what was going on on that album. You know, yeah, that really that's cool. my that's my favorite band from back then, period. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, there's lots of albums, man, like Van Halen 1984 was yeah. a, a big album for me. Um, Eric Johnson's album, Avia Musicom, mm -hmm. is one of my favorites. Um, you know, but there's other kinds of art and stuff too. I really like uh, MC Escher and yeah. some of that kind of stuff. You know, so I'm a little inspired by visual artists and things like that too. Yeah, very cool. Who, who do you think some of your biggest role models or influencers were? You mean on the guitar or in you business? Got Dave, or in you life? got Dave anything really uh just to, from a creative sense but david gilmore i'm gonna put in the show notes uh, do you have any others yeah eddie van halen's a big one um yeah man i mean there are just so many guitar players it's it's just really hard to to, to notch it down to just a few mark knopfler is really cool yeah um i've been uh, i've been learning some of his finger style stuff on electric guitar lately and that's that's been really fun 
Yeah, very cool. I, I recently broke my hand, and so I've noticed I have a plate in there now, and I can't use my pinky like I used to be able to, and it's been very uh, frustrating. So those finger exercises probably help out a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, man. Sorry to hear about the finger there. Oh, no, it's fine. It'll come back. Every Everything always, I'll come back and be, you know, like, remember that movie Rookie of the Year? Yeah. Uh, just twice. I'm, I'm expecting to be just a, a legend after this recovery. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. But do you have a, um, most of us have a, a bucket list or a creative bucket list uh, with your business in mind, like start teaching guitar lessons. Uh, what, what do you think some of those items on that list like would be like ultimate long-term goals of what you want to do with startteachinggguitar.com? Well, ultimately, my goal is just to help more and more and more guitar teachers to just to get the message out there that um, if you're a struggling teacher, you don't have to struggle alone, that there's help available for you. I mean, I have tons of resources. I do coaching in groups and, and you know, private coaching via Skype. Um, just, just, I just want to let as many people as possible know that help is available. I mean, that's, that's the big thing. I would love within the next five to 10 years to be able to say that I've been personally able to assist, you know, 5,000 or 10,000 guitar teachers. Yeah. You know, that'd be a great goal for me. It's so amazing to you know when you do podcasting and you know the, the networks that you can build and the people that will get in contact with you and just tell you, you know, hey thanks for this and it, it makes you feel pretty good to know that you are actually changing the world a little bit and man there's just no better feeling and that's the whole motive behind you know my podcast as well is I want people to know that you can do these things that you love and I just want to help them out in any way that I can so yeah. I, I know you have a particularly interesting story of how you got started where there was a period there where you had a bad guitar teacher when you were younger and uh, <laughs> you gave it up for a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, your background and really how it developed into this fantastic idea, you know, to teach people how to teach guitar? Yeah, man, I, I'll try to make a long story short here, but I got my first guitar when I was probably eight years old. It was a Christmas present and um, I had no idea how to play the thing, right? I used to just sit on the floor in my bedroom and just listen to Kiss records, man, like Kiss Alive, <laughs> Kiss Alive 2, all those early 70s records. And I would just look at the covers and, and just dream about playing the guitar. So I finally got one. And the only person in our area that was offering guitar lessons was this older guy who was teaching a, a pretty big group class of about 30 people in it at a high school, um, a town just a few miles away. Mm -hmm. So that was the only thing my dad could find. So he signed me up for this class. And I sat there and basically the guy just put a, a method book in front of me, an eight-year-old kid, and just said, okay, we're on page 13, try to keep up. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then he was playing all these crazy folk songs from like the 1950s and stuff that I never even heard before. I was like, I don't want to play guitar like yeah. this. <laughs> You know, so yeah, I went to two or three classes and then, I mean, but it was pointless. It was so far over my head. I mean, the dude just basically just took our money and didn't care whether I learned anything or not. So, I mean, there was nobody else to teach me. There was no internet. There was no YouTube back then. You know, this is 1977, 78, 79, something like that. And um, so, I mean, I didn't have a choice. I just put the guitar under the bed and didn't touch it again for 10 years. <laughs> It's funny how one little thing like that can change everything. Uh, just one bad taste, and that's that's what's so great about what you're doing is 
you know, you're, you're teaching people how to get to more people and teach them the right way, you know, the correct way to how to keep their interest and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think when there's like a reward system behind everything, you know, there are those people that really will stick to it because it's what they really are passionate about and really want to do. But then there's a lot of people that would like to do it, but they won't go that extra distance just based off passion. They really have to have somebody that they can relate with on a personal level, uh, with your personality and just your methods and the things that make sense to them. And I think there's not enough people out there that know these things. And uh, I'm excited personally just to, to see what kind of stuff you got on uh, to offer. Cause it all looks like it's very, very true and, and very good, valuable stuff. Yeah. I mean, I could tell you, Heath, the hardest thing about learning how to play the guitar when you first pick it up is that it freaking hurts your fingers. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> there, there are not there are not very many other instruments that have as high a barrier to entry as the guitar does. I mean, it takes, you know, probably a good month to develop calluses on your fingers and get enough strength and coordination that you can play the thing as a beginner without actually feeling physical pain. Right? So I'm just it whenever I had that experience when I was a kid, I I just started wondering after I actually did learn how to play when I was 18 how many other people in the world had the same experience as me? They just, they hooked up with a bad teacher. And because of that experience, they thought, wow, guitar is just not for me. I mean, maybe that person could have turned around and become one of the great guitar players that we were talking about earlier in the show. Yeah. But because they just had a bad experience with a teacher, it just never happened. You know, so that's, that's one of the things that motivated me to try to help teachers out. Once I kind of got a handle on teaching myself and got some success with it, I started to see some patterns and I was like, wow, okay, maybe I can help some people out here. And that's when I started the podcast and the website. Yeah, it's very cool. And I had a previous guest on uh, Booty Volked out of Holland and he, it's not teaching guitar, but he is a, um, he started his own label and they're like real into dance music out there. And it's a pretty good episode, but he has the same, he does the same thing. He, he teaches people how to market their own music and artist, and how to make money. And it's awesome. And I've yeah, followed, that's I'm, cool. a, I'm a big fan of that too. So very cool. Yeah. And I, I know, you know, focusing on one thing is the core for most people and it allows you to put all your effort into it and make it the best it can be, you know, with practice and all of that. But for me individually, I'm always looking for like different ways to create revenue streams, doing different things because I don't, I wouldn't say attention disorder, but I just love, you know, doing something different every day. And it's even better when you can make money doing it. So if you're a guitar player out there, uh, you know, playing just for fun and on and you have a job, that doesn't mean that you can't start making money on the side by teaching the guitar. And I know there are a bunch of our listeners out there that are musicians, and you know, this is a really huge question for them. So Donnie is the guy we want to talk to about all this valuable information. And so, Donnie, do you think you can share some of your uh, superpowers and your methods <laughs> with us, uh, you know, right now and just... Give us some of the some of the best stuff that you think could be of most value, and I know it's such a huge science behind all of it. But if you can, you know, pick a little bit apart for our listeners, uh, you know, just just go for it, man. Yeah, you bet. So I would the advice I would give someone that's thinking about teaching guitar and not sure if it's right for them or not sure if they could be successful at it is just to try it out, because one of the cool things about teaching music is that it doesn't cost a lot of money to get started. Right, you could teach out of your house. You can use the equipment that you already have and know how to use that you've invested in. If you have a laptop, an internet connection, a guitar, and a place for somebody to sit 
you can start teaching music lessons, right? Guitar or whatever instrument it is that you play. And um, you could try it out. You don't even have to charge people at first. You can just offer to teach some family and friends, you know, two or three lessons to get started and just see if it's a good fit for you. And what I usually recommend is in exchange for those few free lessons, just ask for a couple things in return. So say, number one, I need you to give me some feedback about how I did. Was I a good teacher? Did I bore you? Did I overwhelm you? Did I totally miss the mark? Give me some, some good, honest feedback about how I can improve this. And then, you know, that's great advice to make some changes for going forward if you decide that you want to continue it. And then the other thing to ask for is um, a testimonial, right? Yeah, huge, if, yeah. Yeah, if, you do, if I did a great job, then man, uh, write up, you know, a short two or three sentence testimonial that I can use to put myself out there and attract more students. So that's a, that's a great way to get started. It doesn't really cost anything. There's no risk because you're, you're working with someone that you know that it's kind of a safe place to start. You're not accepting money just yet. So you, it's kind of a, a safe place to try it out kind of in a sandbox and see if it's something that's going to work for you. And what most people find out is that it's one of the most fulfilling and significant things that they can do with their lives um, to actually impart what you know into somebody else and then watch them bloom and grow because of your influence. Uh, it's an amazing thing. Yeah, so that, you get a taste of that and, and you just it just keeps pushing you forward. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I got hooked on that a long time ago, man. And I can't, <laughs> I can't stop trying to help people now. It's, it's crazy. Um, you know, and then the better you get at it, the more you can charge. Um, you know, and it's, it's really easy to get started the way I just described, without a whole lot of business skill. Mm -hmm. But then once you get to the point where you have, you know, four or five students and you're starting to charge money for what you do, and that's when you really need to start learning about how to, to manage business finances, how to market and advertise to attract new students, how to practice good student retention principles mm -hmm. so that you keep the people that actually, you know, that you're teaching so that you don't have to keep marketing to fill the same spots over and over again. And those are all the kinds of things that I help people with in my podcast and through coaching and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm super excited to check that out. And you just mentioned uh, you know, some of that that you teach is how to attract more students, uh, which is something that you know could be of value to anybody, not even someone who's just playing guitar. So, do you have any? Could you share some of those methods with us? Yeah, yeah, I can. I mean, there there are really two big ways that that most guitar teachers, anyway, and a lot of other small businesses too, get customers, get students, and that's. First one is word of mouth referrals, mm -hmm. right? That's like uh, the way guitar teachers have gotten students for the last, you know, 200 years or whatever. Uh, and it's still very effective because people usually always ping their social networks first whenever yeah. they're looking for anything, whether it's a car mechanic or a hairstylist or a music teacher, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so there, there are a lot of strategies and tactics you can use to maximize word of mouth referrals and get as many referrals coming in as possible. So I work with people on that side of it. Then the other side is online marketing because people, they don't pick up the yellow pages like they used to, you know, they don't look at the classified ads in the newspaper as much as they used to. They no. look online, right? They search Google for all of the guitar teachers in the area, you know, within a certain convenience zone around where they live. So if, uh, you know, if you're in that area, you want to be the first person on the list that comes up and you want to have lots of good reviews of your business. You want to have some nice photos of you teaching guitar lessons and maybe even some video examples of what your teaching looks like. 
in a nice looking website so that when people see that, they can go and find out everything that they need to make a decision and then call you and ask about lessons. Yeah, the times they're changing, man. The classified ads are, you know, they're they're not <laughs> they're not much around anymore. Uh, but but in exchange, the internet is obviously the most powerful thing uh, in the world, and everybody has within reach an ability to make opportunity doing anything that they love on the internet and to build a following. So, uh, putting principles like that in place are huge. And uh, you know, when you when you do something amazing like that. It, it feels awesome, but I, I also have made a lot of mistakes myself. Uh, and so there's a lot of learning on the way to get to that point. What are some of the no-nos if you want to teach guitar? Like I know with everything, there are always things you shouldn't do, but not everybody necessary, necessarily knows it because they haven't tried it or they just don't know. Can you think of any like common mistakes people make off the top of your head uh, when they try to teach guitar? Yeah, there's quite a few of them, man. Um, one of the big ones is uh, making the lessons all about you. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, this is kind of what happened with the uh, with the teacher I mentioned earlier a little bit. But um, you know, some teachers are really great players, but maybe not the best teachers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they've worked a lot on their music skills, but they haven't really learned how to connect with someone and help them reach their goals for the guitar. So they'll sit there and bounce from one topic to another topic and then show someone a little bit of this and a little bit of that kind of with no plan. Yeah. And, um, that just overwhelms people and, and makes them not want to come back. I mean, I hear that stories of that kind of stuff so often. And I've heard other stories of, uh, guitar teachers that just sit there and just show off and play the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I've had experience with those before. I'm like, all right, well that makes me just feel like I can't play. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, yeah, why don't you just rub it in? You know, I'm here for you to teach me, not bulldoze me with your amazing musical skills. Um, You know, it just, it has to be about the student. You know, I mean, I've said this before on my podcast, you can get your ego stroked or you can have a successful business, but you can't really do both. You know, you gotta, you gotta lay your ego aside and you gotta give the student what they came for. And also, yeah, use your knowledge and expertise about music to guide them down the right path. But there's a reason they asked to take lessons in the first place. And you need to figure out what that is as a teacher and then make sure that they get it if you want them to stay. So, I mean, that's kind of student retention in a nutshell. But, I mean, another big mistake some teachers make is they just bore their students to death. <laughs> the, you know, my, that, that, that uh, class I talked about at the beginning when I was eight years old, that's what that teacher did. It's like, okay, I'm going to teach you everything in this book. Turn to page two. You know, and it, it may or may not have anything to do with why that person wants to learn the guitar. Maybe the music in there is like totally foreign to them. You know, I mean, we we want to play guitar because we want to be able to play the songs that we love. Right. Most yeah. of us. So, I so think, yeah, I think that uh, I've got you figured out on your method on how to keep their interest, man. I can totally see you being dressed up like Gene Simmons in there. <laughs> just just doing like the windmill on the guitar. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It keeps some attention. Yeah, yeah, and if they don't pay attention, I just breathe fire at them. You know, it works every time. I bet. Uh, what are some of the best tools you use for teaching guitar? You know, like if you didn't have these, uh, you'd kind of be doomed. Is there anything that is a must-have as far as equipment or or studio setup goes? Well, I teach most of my guitar lessons over Skype right now. Um, I don't do a whole lot of in-person stuff like I used to, but um, 
you know, there, there are some tools that are common to every guitar teacher. And one of them is a, a service called Music Teacher's Helper. Um, I, can, uh, I can give you a link for that to put in the show notes if you want to. But it's a, yeah, a really absolutely. cool, yeah, it's a really cool package that takes care of all of the billing and financial side of running your studio. Uh, it has a, a calendar portion that lets you kind of manage all of your scheduling. It lets students schedule lessons and they can log in and see all of their scheduled appointments. They get automatic reminders via email so that they don't forget to show up. And there's a, a section where you can put your lesson notes in after each lesson and then automatically email them. They can log their practice times in there. Wow. And there's also yeah a piece of it where you uh, there's a built-in website template that you can set up. It's kind of an all-in-one Swiss Army knife studio management tool. Yeah, and uh, it doesn't cost very much money at all. There's a 30-day free trial, and I recommend that to, to every new guitar teacher as a way to manage everything kind of on autopilot, so that you can just focus on attracting students and teaching. Man, that sounds awesome, especially when you're just getting started and all in one place. Um, yeah, it's really useful, man. And then there, there are other um, you know, tools that are useful, like uh, there's a website called guitarbackingtrack.com um, where you can, you can download s- songs, you know, popular songs that people actually want to learn that have the guitar parts pulled out. And it doesn't cost anything. You can use those in your lessons um, so that your students can take them home and practice. That's, that's really useful. Um, you yeah, know, there's awesome. sites... Yeah, there's sites like ultimateguitar.com that um, have tablature for uh, for any song you know that you can imagine, pretty much that you can access on the fly. You know, I could I could li- list probably ten or fifteen more diff- you know different tools that are useful in a guitar teaching studio, but those are some of my favorites. Yeah, cool, and I'll definitely list those in the show notes, so you'll be able to find that uh, on artsynow.com, and all of the links to all the shows will be there. Cool. Um, so that people can download some of that amazing old school music because, you know, today everybody is all about creating stuff on the laptops. And uh, some of them, some of the younger kids are starting to forget, uh, you know, that you can actually play it with real instruments. So uh, (laughs) spread the love, you know. Absolutely. What kind of habits have you personally put into place to stay developed and focused on continuing to build this the start teaching guitars platform. Like, do you have anything personally that you do that, that helps you throughout the day? Like, like I do, you know, I wake up early and I have like a whole morning routine and it kind of gets me where I need to go every day. But uh, can you think of anything? Yeah, there are three things that I do on a regular basis. Um, the first one is I'm always reading some kind of a business or self-help or inspirational book. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I'm constantly trying to feed myself with, uh, with positive information that can help me improve what I'm doing. Um, the second thing is that I'm always working through some kind of training course where I'm learning or improving a skill that I, that I use in my business. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a lynda.com membership and that's, that's just been so awesome over the years because anytime I want to learn a new skill that's, you know, technical or related to business or marketing, that, that's a great place to find information at a really low price. So yeah, I'm always, place, that place is awesome. Yeah. I'm always working through, um, at least one course at a time through lynda.com or through some other online source. And then the other thing is, uh, finding mentors. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm always, uh, you know, two or three times a week. I'm, I'm either meeting with someone here locally in Colorado Springs. That's a, um, a business colleague or something like that. 
or I'm meeting with someone over Skype, or um, I'm networking with other people in the online guitar space. I'm always trying to share information and learn whatever I can from other people. So those three things are kind of what keep me motivated and excited about what I'm doing and keep me moving forward. Yeah, man, you hit the uh, you hit the nail on the head right there. I, those are the three biggest things that I if if I would have been asked that question, I, I would have said the exact same thing. You, you cannot uh, you cannot put a, a value on on a mentor. Uh, everybody out there that learns, they want to help somebody else. They do want to teach what they know. And if you can come in contact, and even if you know you have to pay for a mentor, it's completely worth investing in yourself. Uh, and their learning curve, you know, it'll it'll jump you right up to the top, um, as opposed to trying to dig through, you know, a hundred different entrepreneur magazines or something and learn from reading articles. You'd be surprised the value of one mentor and what they can do for you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, I mean the the thing that a lot of people don't realize. I mean, most musicians tend to be kind of broke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so they don't want to pay money to get help for something like this. And uh, what they don't realize is that the little bit of money that they invest up front in quality training or coaching or mentoring, like you said, um, it's going to, it'll cut months, maybe years off of their learning curve and oh, it'll, yeah. it'll put money back in their pocket. It'll and pay not for to itself. mention the amount of doors that it'll open along yeah. the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's amazing. So, well, it, looking back to, from where you are now to the beginning, is there anything that you would do differently? If you could start over, man, if I could start over, I would have got, uh, got in on the, the online business thing back in like, I don't know, 1995 <laughs> invested in Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, gotten in on the ground floor of online marketing. Um, that would have been something that would have been really, really cool to go back in time and do. I mean, and I had those ideas and thoughts back then. I just didn't, I wasn't in a place in my life where I could really put it together. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, that would have been a cool thing. If you could spend one hour creating something with anybody from the past or present, whether it be, you know, a shred session on the guitar or, you know, pogo sticking across the United States naked with somebody, uh, <laughs> who would it be and what would you create? I tell you what it would probably be for me is probably to sit down and do an interview with uh, the guitarist Joe Satriani. Um, and record an interview, but just pick his brain about um, how he would uh, advise guitar teachers today to be more successful. Because he's one of the few kind of top-level pro musicians that uh, has an extensive teaching background. Like a lot of these guys, they've taught, and um, and they and a lot of them still do teach online and and things like that. But uh, Joe's kind of renowned for creating a bunch of pro-level guitar players, like Steve Vai and. Kirk Hammett from Metallica and Alex Skolnick. And there's this long line of people that were protégés of Joe Satriani. So uh, I would love to sit down and, uh, and just figure out what his secret was to, uh, to work with and develop those guys to the level that they were at. Maybe it was just dumb luck. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure that was a method <laughs> to the madness. I'd love to find out what that is and then put together an interview um, episode to share with guitar teachers. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. So I guess that's a little bit better than pogo sticking across the United States. That would be uh, fun, naked. too. <laughs> Donnie, if you had to battle Godzilla, how would you use your creativity or talents to defeat that big bastard? 
<laughs> That's a great question, man. <laughs> How would I use my creativity and talents to defeat him? I guess I would probably uh, pull out my 100-watt uh, Marshall Plexi Super Lead, <laughs> turn it all the way up, and then uh, stick the speakers in his ears, man. <laughs> Blast him. <laughs> Blast him and scare him away, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can see that working. Uh, <laughs> he, you know, if it didn't work, you might be in some trouble, though. Yeah, if that happened, I could always choke him with my guitar, I guess. Yeah, and I, I think that the guitar strings, they could be pretty dangerous, too, if used in the correct <laughs> way. So, Yeah, probably so. <laughs> well, we're getting here. We're getting really close to the 30-minute uh, mark here, Donnie, and I really appreciate you being on here and sharing all this value. And I highly suggest anybody out there to please check out his website, check out his podcast, because... We know musicians don't have a lot of money. We know we all struggle to try to make a living doing the things that we love. But there are these free resources like his podcast where you can just get unbelievable amounts of information. Uh, give it a listen. You'll love it. And, and before we go, do you have any favorite uh, advice or quotes that you want to share with our listeners? Favorite advice or quotes? Man, I guess my, my favorite advice to give people is to just not let fear hold you back, you know? Mm -hmm. So many people have dreams to do great things in their lives, whether it's being a guitar teacher or, you know, climbing Mount Everest, I don't know, whatever it is that you want to do, fear is always going to be there. So the thing that successful people do that unsuccessful people don't seem to do is they feel that fear and then they just override it and they just walk right on ahead and do the thing that they're dreaming about doing. Oh, yeah, you have to. Yeah. Yeah, I... I I have a, quite a few uh, quotes about you know stepping out of your comfort zone that I love, um, but one was Nelson Mandela, and it's it always seems impossible until it's done. You know you're always gonna fear that feel that fear, and you have to just take a step forward because it doesn't matter if you fail. You know you learn something from it. Uh, yeah. don't, definitely don't be scared of anything, and I, I completely agree with you there. Uh, but life begins at the end of your comfort zone, so absolutely true. Got to do it. How, how can our listeners find or get in contact with you, Donnie? I know we can send them straight to your website, and I'll have that listed in the show notes as well. Uh, do you have any other contact information or social media that you'd like to share? Yeah, I'm on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash startteachingguitar. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Donnie Shex. Um, yeah, I mean, startteachingguitar.com. You can hit me up. I have a contact form there, and I would love to talk to anybody who's uh, interested in teaching or who's already teaching, wants to be more successful, I'll, I'll even meet with you over Skype for free for a few minutes and talk about it. Check that out. Everybody better take advantage of that. Uh, that's awesome, man. I really appreciate you coming on. Love it. I, I, I want you to just keep doing what you're doing, teaching. You're changing people's lives. Uh, we all want to be influenced uh, to do these amazing things and to make the world a better place. And you're definitely... Uh, holding your part down. So thanks a lot, Donnie, for being on this show uh, and being the Archapreneur now. And always remember to keep it funky. Awesome, man. That was fun. Thank you for listening to the Archapreneur Now podcast. For all the show notes and more information, please visit artsynow.com. That's A-R-T-S-Y now.com. Thank you. The music for this podcast was provided by Shaky Feeling out of Ventura, California. For more information, please visit shakyfeeling.com.
Keep it funky.